Welcome to another episode of the Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Paul Antoine. I'm an entrepreneur, a business strategist, a real estate investor, speaker, and also a best-selling author. Every single day, I have the opportunity to unlock people's potential and guide them to succeed. Today, I have a very, very special guest. He's somebody I've known for about 10 years now, and if it's not for this person, I would not be where I'm at. If you actually talked to this person before and you hear him talk about this person who's a recovery left brainer, that's me right here. <laughs> he is an international success speaker, a global success coach. He is a best-selling author of the book, Mindset for Success. Please welcome Mr. Reggie Batts. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to be on your show. Yeah, thanks for being here. And congratulations. I've heard so many great things about your show from people who have listened to it. So congratulations on the launch. Well, thank you very much. So for those people who don't really know you and don't know your history, can you give us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, how you got to where you are today? Well, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. Um, I'm a mindset coach, but I work with mostly entrepreneurs. And a lot of what I work with entrepreneurs on has nothing, you know, nothing to do with the mechanics of their business, but it has to do with the psychology of their business and the decisions they make and all of that, overcoming their fears, increasing their level of confidence and all of that, because we need all of that before we can move forward to take actions to improve our lives and to improve our businesses and other areas of our life. So I've been fortunate to, um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to meet Tony Robbins at the age of the young age of 21. And he taught me a lot about life and business. And I met a lot of successful people because I was able to travel with him at various events and really see what's going on behind the stage and really work, seeing him work with people, um, which, which was very, very transformational. And when I left Tony Robbins uh, after a year, uh, I'm sorry, after a decade, over a decade, I spent with him. And one of the reasons why I left is because I was traveling a lot and I wanted to really focus on my life. I had made great money and you know, I could afford to take some time off, so I decided to take a full year off and travel a little bit. And this was in 2008 when, you know, when the market was crashing and so many bad things were happening in, in the United States and all over the world. And um, I left a very lucrative opportunity. But you know, a lot of people, you know, some people are running towards something and some people are running away from something. Most people are, tend to run away from things because they're living in fear. Like today, you know, a lot of people are living in fear or they're thinking about all the negativity because they're, they're, they're watching all that stuff or reading all that stuff. But if you redirect your focus and, you know, focus on something that you can run towards or something that you can work towards and you create a strategy to do that and you have the right mindset to do that, then everything's going to change for you. And the people who do that are going to be really, really ready on the other side um, of this virus because it will end at some time, maybe not completely. Um, and life is not going to be like it used to be. Life is going to be quite different. So we have to really adapt to that if we're going to move forward. Right. Now, you mentioned about uh, back in 2008, you made a, made a decision, you made some changes. Well, yeah. right now, we have to make those changes. We have to adapt to what's going on and then actually build ourselves up again. So what do you recommend people do at this period of time where they're either stuck at home, they lost their jobs, or um, just... Fearing that unknown. Well, first of all, first and foremost, take care of yourself. And when I say take care of yourself, I'm just I'm not, I'm not saying just take care of yourself to prevent getting the virus, because we can spend so much time thinking about preventing the virus that other areas of our life can fail, other areas of our health can fail. You know, um, you know, I, I was saddened to hear um, recently that suicides in my state of California are just through the roof now. And that just breaks my heart to know that someone would take their own life. You know, some of these people have 
were very successful. They did very well. They come from great families. And all of a sudden, you know, this all happened, no fault of theirs and things that are out of their control. And that's why when we focus on things that are out of our control, it drives us crazy. I only focus on things that I can control. I can't control the global economy, but I can control my own economy. So I'm not going to focus on the global economy. I'm going to focus on my own economy. And if everyone focused on their own economy, then that would effectively change the global economy. So it's, it's really important to, you know, focus on the right thing. And it's also really important to align yourself with great people. It's, you know, it's, be careful how much time you're spending on the internet because a lot of what you see on the internet, is not even true and it's there to really scare you. And so much of our time is not spent there. Um, you know, when you turn the news on, the first thing that you see, you know, here in America, you turn the news on, the first thing that you see in the top right corner of the news are how many people have died since the coronavirus. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, who wants to, to see that? You know? And what about our children? When our children turn the TV on, they see that, and it creates fear, and it creates anxiety for people that's unnecessarily, that's unnecessary. So, you know, I try to tell people to have as much normalcy in your life as possible, and, you know, like me, I dress the same way. You know, it's Sunday, I'm wearing a suit. But Monday through Friday, I still put a suit on because, you know, I still have business to conduct um, here in San Diego and, and, and elsewhere. And, you know, when you do that, you attract the right opportunities. When you immerse yourself in being busy to improve yourself and improve your business, you forget about all the negative, all the negativity. When you immerse yourself in, you know, doing things and trying to figure out a new strategy, of how life is gonna be for you and your business once we're on the other side of this and you're really uh, attracting the opportunities, but also tapping into um, the resources that you have. You know, if you put a wall up with all this negativity, you can't even see those resources. So there's so much that we can do to really manage our mindset. There's so much that we can do to really manage um, everything that's going on, but we have to focus on the right thing. And that's what's important. What have you changed with regards to conducting your businesses right now because of how things are, are like well i own a um i'm sort of a side partner i invested in a franchise last year to help franchise chiropractic franchise so we were closed for a bit but um you know chiropractic services now are considered an essential service so we're back home which is really really good it hasn't really affected the business if anything it, we've improved our business because people aren't going to work and they have more time to you know go to the chiropractor and all of that um, as far as uh, speaking engagements, you know, I, I'm getting far more private speaking engagements um, than I have before, which is which is really really cool. And you know, I could do it from you know I'm in my office right now. I could do it from my office at home. I don't have to get on a plane and travel. So we were talking right before we came on, and we were talking about all the traveling I was doing with, with JT Fox and 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 you know, and for my own business as well. I really don't miss. Them. I miss the people yeah. immensely, but I do not miss the travel. And at one time, I did miss the travel, but my life has adapted so differently since all of this has happened, and uh, I've adapted for the better. Um, I'm one of the first ones who you know, really adapted for the better, and, um, and, and I'm really fortunate. Well, that's very good. Now, you mentioned about um, some of the, the people that you've worked with, and then also how you've changed everything with regards to how you conduct business. What would you say is one of the biggest life lessons that you've had uh, doing what you've been doing throughout these last 10, 20 years? I think the biggest life lessons, um, as it, and I want to give you one of the life lessons as it pertains, as it's relevant to what's going on today. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Really diversify. 
You know, the people that I see who are thriving right now are the people who diversify, the people that I see who aren't stressing out over money or stressing out over bills or stressing out over their mortgages are people who really diversified and people who didn't have all of their eggs in one basket. So don't just stick to one opportunity, have many, many opportunities that are out there um, for yourself. And I was lucky that I had the opportunity to do that before um, all of this has, has, has happened. But also, um, you know, in order to, to, for those opportunities to come to you, you have to really put yourself out there. And now's a really good time to put yourself out there for those opportunities instead of hiding or instead of worrying about what's going on or instead of waiting for what's going to happen because no one knows what's going to happen and we, we can project what's going to happen and just have to plan accordingly. And we have to be able to change those projections and change our action plan to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. Now you speak all over the world. You've spoken in big stages. Now it's it's kind of shocking to me that you you once said that you weren't a speaker and you didn't like speaking and you were nervous. How how did you become that global speaker you are now? Well, you know when I left when I left um, Tony Robbins, I was in New Zealand and I got a lot of opportunities. And again, this was in two thousand and eight. There was there was a lot of uncertainty in two thousand and eight, particularly in America with the banks and the housing market. Um, the auto industry, uh, we had just gotten a new president, lots of uncertainty, no one knew what was going on, unemployment was very, very high, and here I am taking a year vacation, you know, to do whatever I want to do. But that's because, you know, think of most of the, most if not all of the successful people that I know who do very, very well and who are really thinking ahead of the game are the ones who always survive things like this, whether it's a recession, whether it's a pandemic, whatever the case may be because they're constantly thinking ahead. And that's something significant that I've learned. I've le I learned that from you know, JT Fox, who you know very, very well. Um, I never thought of you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, thinking in the future. And he's really taught me how to do that. He's really taught me how to toughen up and really you know, think about the future and think about my outcomes and think about you know, reverse engineering to really make those things happen. So I give him a lot of credit for that and just all the opportunities that I've been given um, a lot were from Tony Robbins and a lot were from JT Fox. But knowing that I have two giants that I've been able to sit on their shoulder, two giants in my life like, like those two has been quite amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, for somebody who's so successful and you coach other people to have that successful mindset, what drives you right now? What's that big motivation that keeps you going every single day? You know, um, I have my, it's so funny because people see me and I guess my, my brand is I'm always happy. Um, I'm always a positive guy because that's who I am. If someone sees that I'm not tired they're like, oh my goodness, what's the matter with Reggie? Nothing's the matter with me. It's just three o'clock in the morning. You know? <laughs> so um, I, I think that what, what drives me is, you know, I think we all have a bright future. You know, what drives me right now is weird as it sounds. What drives me right now is the uncertainty yeah. of what's going to happen. Most people are driven by certainty. Um, I, I love uncertainty because I like being outside of my comfort zone. I, like, I love doing things outside of my comfort zone because outside of your comfort zone, that's where the opportunity is. That's where the opportunity is. And the more we focus on that, the more opportunities uh, we're going to have. So I also, you know, one of the first things I do when I, when I, when I wake up in the morning, I, I just think about all the things I'm grateful for. You know, you have to focus on gratitude. And that's one of the best ways to get out of whatever situation that you're in. Just really think about the things you're grateful for and the things that you have as opposed to what you don't have. 
or you know, people wake up in the morning and say, "Why me?" Well, you should wake up in the morning and say, "Why not me?" Because you're given another opportunity to get right. So we have to constantly improve ourselves. And that's what's really exciting for me. But you can't just do that for the moment. You have to do it by making sure that you remind yourself of good people, making sure that you're with people who inspire you, who hold you accountable, who push you to do better, who don't tell you that your goals are too big and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also belong to a mastermind. Um, I don't talk about it too much, but I belong to a mastermind that I belong to for quite a you know quite long time and we you know we all come from different from different backgrounds and uh, they're Tony Robbins uh, people also and we, we have a call every month and we hold each other accountable we help each other and uh, that's what's really good to have that as well so when you couple you put all those things together um, you have a better chance of repeating so right action you know having the right action you're taking action having the right mind and having a good team of people are willing to greatness you mm -hmm. right now right before you go up on the big stage in front of thousands of people we're talking about a minute before is there a a mantra a a gesture something that you use to pump yourself up uh not really you know i think i i, I think one of the biggest things that i do is just tell myself uh you know like like jt's mega success that stage yeah i mean that's a that's a big stage and there's a lot of, you know, people from all over the world. The stakes are really high. You know, JT runs one of the biggest events, you know, of the world, mega success. Then I certainly hope that we can do it this year because this would be one of the first years that I wasn't there. That's going to be kind of weird. Yeah. So I, I, I pray to God that we can, that we can have that event. But, you know, you just have to, I have a little bit of, of, of butterflies before I go on. And no matter how many times you go on, that's just the way it is. So, I, and, I, and, I, and I tend to like smaller crowds better because you can connect with a smaller crowd. Smaller crowds meaning like maybe 200, 300 people. You can connect with them better. But sometimes when you're on big stages, you, you can't connect as much because the audience, you're on a big stage and the audience is sort of below you, yeah. right? But you can still, you know, there's still some techniques of how you can still establish that connection with people. But sometimes the larger events, it's a little tougher because the stage lighting is really high, but the, the room is dark. Yeah, it was it was a thrill. It's a lot of fun to be speaking on big stages and, and it's just were, a great experience. You were on the same stage. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you had a lot of fun, right? Oh yeah, it was it was like, amazing. You looked less nervous than I than I do when I'm on JT stage. <laughs> I, I hide it. <laughs> uh, for for yourself, you've been doing a lot of these Zoom calls and Skype calls over over online and whatnot. What have you found being the biggest uh, change in preparation where you're speaking one-on-one -on -one through through a camera at home versus going up on stage and talking to people one-on-one? -on -one. Well, before, uh, be, before all of the COVID-19 happened, I would never do like a Zoom call. I, 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 Zoom was just not my preference. Um, you know, I like to, you know, even when I was doing coaching calls, I would never use Zoom. I would always use, you know, my phone. But I never realized how much I loved it. I absolutely love it. You know, my family and I were all over America and, um, you know, I have a very, very close family. We haven't seen each other because we're all at our separate homes. So what we do on Sunday, we get together on Zoom and, and we, and, you know, we talk and we have a great time as if, as if we're with each other. And honestly, it feels like we're with each other. And I would suggest people who have never used Zoom or maybe you're not good with technology or maybe you're quarantined alone, that's really a good way to connect with people. That's a good way to connect with your clients. And that's also a good way to create 
a new clientele for your business. You're going to have to adapt, not only in your personal life, but you're going to have to learn how to adapt in your business life as well, because we, you know, this is, we're going into a new normal. Yeah. So I absolutely love it now. I absolutely love it. And the time that I have at home, you know, I'm a lot healthier today than I was. I've always been healthy, yeah. but now I'm really, really healthy and taking care of myself and my diet and my exercise. Um, I feel younger than I've ever felt and healthier than I've ever felt in my entire life since this whole thing happened. Mm -hmm. Now, you coach a lot of people and you're very, very successful yourself. Why do you still have coaches? Well, I have a new coach now and he's absolutely outstanding and he's been someone that I highly respected for a very, very long time. Um, he sat on the, the, the board of Anthony Robbins as well, still connected with that organization and um, someone that I pay, you know, I've never paid as much for a coach before. And, uh, and I actually got him right before all of this happened. The timing was absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. Why do I do it? I do it because we have to walk the talk. And, um, and, and I see people who are wildly successful and people who do very, very well in life. And the, the common denominator with all of them is that they all have coaches. You know, you and I know JT has multiple coaches. He walks the talk. And when you spend as much time with those types of individuals as I do, you start looking at some of the secrets, which by the way, aren't really secrets, but you start looking at some of the disciplines that these individuals have and you start automatically adopting those disciplines. Just like if you're hanging around or aligning yourself with people who have bad disciplines or negative ways of doing things, you eventually pick those things up. So it's really good to align yourself with good people who believe in you, who push you, who hold you accountable and tell you that your goal is too small, not that your goal is too big. Right, very, very good advice there. Now you're, you're up on the world stage. You have the next two, three sentences to share a big message for everybody in the world right now. What message would that be? That message is always start before you're ready, especially now. Um, a lot of us are gonna have to you know, transition into, you know, especially those of you who have lost your jobs and maybe you're in a job where it's not gonna you know, come back or something like that. Now is the time to really reinvent yourself and start before you're ready, don't wait. And uh, do what you can to use whatever resources you have to get the help that you need to, you know, as far as coaching or mentoring or someone that you can just lean on and ask for advice. And if not that, there's also some online resources that you can have. Do something to take action. Just start moving forward because every day that goes by, you know, I've been on lockdown since March 14th. And, um, you know, I, I took the first 30 days and I didn't do anything because I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I was trying to figure out, you know, how I'm going to handle my family and how we're going to communicate and keep everyone healthy. But then I had to snap out of it once I got my family situation and said, okay, now what about me? What am I going to do? And what are some of the things that I can do? What are some of the things that are going to change in my life? What are some of the new opportunities I have in my life that I can tap into now? And I've done that and it's worked, uh, it's worked pretty well. And uh, it's given me more time to, you know, get to know who I am, which has been a really good thing because I've gotten to know myself. And I found out that I had an extra room in my, where I live, I didn't even know about. And that's the kitchen. <laughs> you know, I haven't spent too much time there, but I love being in the kitchen now and watching YouTube videos and learning how to cook and all this stuff. It's really changed me for the better. And, um, and life is great. I'm really grateful. Awesome. Now, thank you for, for all these great advices and your wisdom. But before I let you go, got a quick few questions for you. Absolutely. Uh, one answer kind of thing. So very quickly, what hidden talent do you have that you will be willing to perform on stage? Not speaking, hidden talent. That I would be willing to perform on stage? Yeah. Um, wow, I'm going to get a lot of feedback for this singing. Awesome. Oh, really? 
I, I will have to ask you to do this sometime. No. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That I would do on stage or wouldn't do? That you would do. Oh, take that back. Okay. <laughs> Extracted. So what would you do, a hidden talent that you would do? You know what? I'll take it back. I'll, I, I would sing. Okay. Well, we'll hold you up for it. Because it, makes me, it would make me uncomfortable to do that. So mm -hmm. I, would, I, would, I, would, I would go with singing. Okay. You get the opportunity to be coached by Captain Kirk or Picard. Which one? Picard all day long. Okay. So you have Picard at your house right now. You're supposed to serve him your favorite dish. Where are you going to serve him? Serve him his favorite dish? No, your favorite dish. Like a dish that you would wow him with. Uh, I would have to say, I would have to say my tacos. Now, I can't picture Captain Picard eating tacos. <laughs> I make some really good tacos. I've learned since I've been in quarantine how to make really good tacos. Okay. And then, and then also, if you had to relate yourself to a fruit, which fruit would that be? I would say the fruit would probably be a pear. Nice. I like pears. Very good. <laughs> and I say that because pear is, is, is it's not my favorite fruit, but it's sort of a rare fruit that you don't see people eat too often. Mm -hmm. And I like to con consider myself a rarity. Very good. And finally, what is success like? You've played this before. Pick a number between one to five. Five. One, two, three, four, five. How is success like a Polaroid? Success is like a Polaroid because you can take a picture of it and duplicate it. Very good. Awesome. Thank you very much. If other people want to get in touch with you, find out more about yourself, uh, what's the best way? The best way you can, re you can reach me on any um, social media platform, and it's always at Reggie Bats. Very simple on all platforms. Great. Well, thank you again for your time and for being on the show. Thanks a lot, Pong. I'm proud of you, my friend. It's always nice to see you. And I know we were supposed to see each other not long ago, but with the whole closure of the border. But uh, I hope to see you real soon. I'm very, very proud of you. Yeah, you should have been here for like four days in Edmonton. I know. We were, <laughs> we were planning on it, but, you know, something happened. Yeah, I, I guess it's I, – I, I'm guessing that you're, you're looking forward to that beach right now, right? I really am. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm headed to the beach right after this uh, – right after this interview. And, I'm, and I'll be practicing social distancing, so it's well organized. You don't have to answer the question, but are you, are you already in your shorts? <laughs> not yet, not yet. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, thank you very much again. And for everybody else, thanks for watching the show, The Peak Potential Success Show. My name is Paul Trois. Until next time, today is the day to unlock your peak potential. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.